Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by the hilarious Brent Weinbach, and we spend literally 15, 20 minutes talking about a video that I'm not even sure you should look at. I'm very ambivalent about this, deeply ambivalent. It's fun. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Over 500 degrees inside the recording box here at Max Fun World Headquarters. Outside the recording box, over 600 degrees. Uh, during the course of this podcast, we will transform from solids to liquids into a gas. Holy We will mackerel. end the show as vapors. Yeah. Jesse, can I ask you for some straight talk? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Do I smell... In general or right now? Right now, particularly. Uh, you you do smell sometimes. Yeah. But um, not consistently. Mm-hmm. And I did not notice that you smell right now. I feel like I smell. Well, we went in, we visited, let's introduce our guest. Sure. And we'll get into whether you smell or not. Mm-hmm. Our guest is a brilliant stand-up comedian, one of my favorite stand-up comedians in the world, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and he is also the co-host of the Legacy Music Hour, the uh, podcast about video game music from Legacy Music. That means outmoded video game systems. Uh, eight and sixteen bit specifically, okay. right? My name is Brent Weinbach. <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting. <laughs> no, no, there. no I, that's fine. I, I was. I was. I. I, I thought I wanted. Well, we were to... asking you for clarification, and I think at that point. You should you should be introduced, right? When we well, need we you, when we need you. you for information. Well, the truth is, is that the first thing I wanted to say was what you guys said in the beginning, which was, uh, you know, you said you were boy detective and you mm-hmm. said you were America's yeah. sweetheart. I wanted to give myself a title, so I, I, I oh, wanted we'll the first get, thing yeah. to, say, have another chance. to say You'll be have, yeah. my name is Brent Weinbach, you know, man boy or whatever or yeah, boy right. or boy <laughs> right. man. That's no, I wouldn't choose that, but you can yeah. choose something. America's boy. That is too <laughs> fraught. The the choices that you're making are That's fraught. That's for Grace. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Okay. He's Ameri- already America's boy. America's boy. What can I be? America's... Well, well think, think about, about it. Yeah, you'll you've a, got time. Yeah. Let's deal with Jordan's... America's, and whether or America's not sweet, sweet tooth. Okay. So, um, you... Uh, I don't think you smell. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes... Okay. Or ever. I've never noticed. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, for many years, you did not smell at all. Mm-hmm. In recent years, you've taken up a lot of coffee drinking. Yes. And sometimes you have a sort of coffee sweat smell. Yeah, sure. Ooh. Um, I w- again, and I want to be clear, mm-hmm. it's not all the time. Mm-hmm. You're not a stinky guy. Sure. But but I, I should be mindful of that. One in five times mm-hmm. that you're here, I think, Jordan really smells weird. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's like a coffee sweat smell. Yes, this I do. Really yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with that, and I'm trying to head it off at the past. Okay. But what, I think... what, what's that smell like, coffee sweat? It's, it's not a great smell. Yeah. So, Does it smell like buttocks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's but like, it's an it's an earthy smell. Mm-hmm. So, but that's not the case today, or at yeah. least I did not notice that that is the case mm-hmm. today. I will say that on our way up here from the parking garage, we rode in the stinkiest elevator that I have personally ridden in. Yeah. since I was in college. And you don't think I 
contributed to that. I made I don't a think jo- it was I mean, because yeah. I was in the elevator. I was first into the elevator, and I smelt it immediately. Okay. I, I would say... Well, I mean... If anyone... Well, if you're the one who smelt it... <laughs> you dealt Were it. you, in fact, the one who dealt it? Um, I would say... Look, we went to the University of California at Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Jordan and I did. I visited uh, you there a couple Brent times. did indeed. He performed a couple of stand-up comedy shows there with us. Um, but I would say that that is the stinkiest elevated place sure. that I'm familiar with. I think, yeah, the stink is like, it is a legacy stink. You know, like legacy. the stink it's has been bit. there. It's 8-bit it's, it's an 8-bit bit and 16-bit stink. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's, right, That like that smell was caused like... While complaining about Reagan, there is—I mean, it is a particular and combination. And to be fair, they are still complaining about Reagan. It is a particular combination of bo, mm-hmm. uh, stale cigarette smoke, and bong water mm-hmm. that hangs, and it and it just just enough urine, a little urine that, that hangs mm. in the air of the elevators of UC Santa Cruz. This elevator, I had forgotten that experience. Mm-hmm. And stairwells. I will also add that it hangs out in stairwells. I had forgotten that experience until I got into this elevator, and I for a moment thought that I was in a library or a residence hall at Mm. UC Santa Cruz. Reliving your youth. Because of that stink, that pot stink, and not an active pot stink. Mm -hmm. A stale pot stink. Some people people like uh, the smell of pot. Mm -hmm. I will say that I don't. Um, I don't like a lot of strong smells because uh, they remind me of getting a headache. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't like the smell of active pot particularly. But it's it's not the grossest smell ever. However, stale pots like a secondhand sure. pot smell, like the classic spilt bong water, is the single grossest. It is grosser than the smell of cockatoo to me. Whoever spilt it. <laughs> Dilt it. Filt it. Filt it. You're the one who filt. You filt the bong <laughs> only to have spilt it. And um, that is the kind of smell that we had in the elevator there. So if you're worried about smell, mm-hmm. I would blame it on that elevator because you've got that elevator's stank was so powerful. Mm-hmm. It was such a ripe aroma of butt sweat and bong water. I got to be honest, I wasn't. I didn't really notice the smell that much. Mm-hmm. I noticed a, a marijuana smell. Yeah. But I, I'm really big on smells, too. I mean, I'm, you're I'm, a, big a, I'm the smell guy. Right. You know? If you want to know about smells, I'm the guy. You, do they, they call, call me, you the I'm, nose? They call me America's nose. Yeah. Nose boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, America's sure. nose boy. And uh, I, I'm, Again, I'm... Adding the boy makes it seem weird <laughs> yeah. when you say America's nose. America's nose, yes. America's nose boy. I don't know what's what, going what on. What about there. America's boy nose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it still sounds like something you have to illegally get from Eastern Fine, Europe. what about this? I own, I'm America's main person who owns boy, nose, noses that were previously owned, owned by boys. No, that's boys catchy. Noses. See, that, what I like about that is it's catchy. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a memorable. Yeah, go yeah, with that. Can, yeah, it's I easy mean, to it, say. It takes and, down you know. the, it's, it, yeah, it takes down the creep factor, mm-hmm. but it also adds a kind of a lilting, sophistication. You know, it rolls there's off a, the tongue. Yeah, and there's also sort of um, a referential, sort of intellectual air about right. it, too. I feel like you know? if you, like an opera singer Symbolic. would say that to warm up, because right. there's just so many yeah, delightful totally, consonants yeah. in there. So I, I'm, I'm big on on noses. Yeah. And um, I, no, but it smells. And I didn't notice it as much, to be honest. I didn't no- notice the butt, actually, to be honest. And I'm very big on butt smell. 
Hmm. That's as, interesting. As some people to me. might know. Yeah. That's interesting to me because mm. I I found it uh, I found it now I will say and by big on it I I don't mean I'm into it I mean I notice it and I right. avoid it. I'm I have become very smell sensitive. Something that I realized when my neighbors, my downstairs neighbors, uh, one of their brother is living with them for a couple of weeks leading up to their wedding. Mm-hmm. My downstairs neighbors are the nicest people on earth. Uh, they you could not hope. For better neighbors than my downstairs neighbors, uh, but their brother smokes and smokes right outside on their front mm-hmm. porch, which is directly underneath my front window. And I, it's, it is, I. There's nowhere else for him to smoke, mm-hmm. so I can't tell him to please stop. He would have to go down. My house is, has a big set of steps in front of it. He, it would be a real fucking bitch for him to actually go out on the street to smoke. And it, but it seriously bothers me. I'm upset by it. I, I no, I believe it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Here's my question for you, yeah. Jordan. What led you to your concern that you because a man cannot know his own stink, right? So why were you? Concerned? You need a third party. You need a verification system. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I just I uh, I've been talking about the impending bachelor party for a few weeks on the yeah. show. I came directly from that. So I feel like I'm already have that kind of, you know, boozy butt kind smell. of butt smell. <laughs> I feel like I've got that going on. And then we, uh, it was in San Diego, so I got dropped off here. I got so driven you, back. You also smell like flip flops, right? Yeah, um, men's flip flops. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers. You got a powerful odor of polo shirts with popped collars. Right. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You smell like I jo- smell like cargo shorts. <laughs> um. <laughs> Boy, there sure were a lot of those toes, those those shoes with the individual toes in San Diego. Really, really? in San Diego, well, I would have yeah. pictured them being too conservative to wear the sho- the shoes with the individual toes. But I guess I guess it, I it's sort of too. like a Colorado Springs. That's what where I the outdoorsiness trumps the conservatism. Yeah, I guess I thought of it as like yeah, like dot com guy. Yeah, but uh, apparently uh, the bros have taken notice. Wow. Of the shoes with the toes. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Our, our national nightmare continues yeah. unabated. <laughs> That's uh, a, that, was, that had much more of a ring to it than uh, the bo- boy knows uh, slogan. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, the bros so, are into toes. If we could, we could workshop it. Or something like that. Um, and I also rode back here uh, in a car where I shared the back seat with a dog. Uh, so I think just these things, I feel like there's a film on my skin. I feel Not like I have all a... dogs smell gross. Yeah. I will. I say this because <laughs> I have two dogs. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say real quick, not all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> and that's why those are the ones that stink. Common there, misconception. Yeah, yeah, there was a movie going around yeah. that people mm-hmm. took a little too literally. Yeah, sort of like Protocols Guys, of the Elders of Zion. It's fiction. It is not real. Right. It's purely fictional. It's created right. by bigots. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. Well, I was going to say it's a fable. So I have has... two small dogs. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're frankly, they're both too small to stink up much of anything. Mm-hmm. But they do have smells. Yeah. One of my dogs smells sort of like freshly cooked popcorn, Mm -hmm. which she has such a pleasant odor. Like if you pick her up, Brian Fernandez is nodding because he's met my dogs. Mm -hmm. One of my dogs genuinely smells kind of nice, Mm -hmm. which baffles me because I had assumed that all dogs smelled like dog. Yeah. But this dog smells kind of nice. The other dog who... People have asked me if these two dogs are sisters. They're not, mm-hmm. but they look ex- very similar. 
The other dog smells kind of gross. If you again, she's too small to project the smell outward right. very far. My dad had a dog that was stanky, mm-hmm. but too small to too small to project the the odor out. But if you get in, if you get up in there. You're going you're gonna to get yeah, a, sure. a real sour stink. If you're putting, putting face to dog tummy. Yeah. If you're giving a little dog raspberry. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think this dog did not particularly smell either, but just being in a hot car with her, mm-hmm. I thought I would I would get some sort of hot mammal yeah. kind of waft coming off me. So, yeah, I feel gross. I feel grosser now than I have in a long time. I mean, we could always do the ultimate test. Yeah? What, what's that? I right? mean, Jordan could get off of his chair. Mm-hmm. And you could smell his seat to see if it smells. Mm. Then you know for sure if he's got it going on. Is that the ultimate test? Is that a well-known well, test? Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's Is that something concern... that like perfumers use? It's it's what every person uses. Here's what my concern about that, Brent. And I agree that yeah, that is that. I mean, that we could probably say definitively <laughs> after that happened. But I mean, we're doing a fundraising drive coming up in yep. a couple weeks. Yeah, Max Funday, October you're saying, 15th. That's one, save that test for the fun drive. Well, I was going to say that's one of the premiums. Okay, right. someone gets to come in and smell <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah, seat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't want Jesse to devalue that. Yeah, yeah, right. right. You're right. You're Here's totally... another concern. Can mm-hmm. I offer another concern about Brent's plan? Hmm. Look, this is the standard operating procedure. I won't deny that. I mm-hmm. see why Brent went to this test. Mm-hmm. I will also add that I purchased the chairs in our studio at the St. Vincent de Paul thrift store. Mm-hmm. They are, I believe them to be, retired school chairs. Mm. And they have a soft upholstery. I call those soakers. Mm-hmm. The upholstery on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. And so there are generations of 15-year-old boys just back from gym class who mm. have baked themselves into the orange upholstery yeah. on these chairs. Yeah. Well, you can relive their youth. By smelling these chairs, it does kind of have an early pube. <laughs> an early smell pube. To yeah, it. Did you sort do of an early pre, pube? An did early you do? Pube. Okay, now you're getting wine-bocky with this early pube talk. Let me ask you this: Did you do anything notably stinky at the bachelor party? I know that you I were concerned question. before we had discussed that you were concerned that you would be uh, in a situation where a lot of other people were doing surprisingly hard drugs. Yes. Uh, uh, like, did you do you smell like the sweet smoke of crack cocaine, for example? Uh, no, Brent, Brent, for your benefit, uh, kind of in the lead up to this bachelor party, I, I don't really know the other guys. Like, I know the groom, but the guys are like his buddies from high school. Yeah. And uh, I think they all had kind of wild childhoods. Uh and now they're reformed. It, well, and yeah, and they were kind of like saying about how this party was going to be like a return to that. You oh, know? okay, like, okay. And they well, were going to kind of in the break sewers, out. They this, lived in the sewers underneath the, the gas theme, lamp. District. They were chuds. The theme is <laughs> the theme is reliving youth. It's that's the theme of yeah, this episode, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. You're really good at picking out the late motif. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. So yeah. So there was a lot of talk about just how how much extreme stuff they wanted to do. Uh, crunch time came. Uh, this is, was a relatively tame affair. Not, no, that's, not yeah. a hard drug in sight. Jordan, you were concerned. And I know, you know, I know bro code. You're not supposed to say what goes on at the bachelor party, but I think I can say no hard drugs. I know I that question. you were concerned mm-hmm. about the hard drugs appearing because you're not a hard, regular hard drug user. Sure. I mean, will you go to an opium den? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Will but you... it's just because I like Fu Manchu beards. Exactly. And that's the only place I can see them. So how did 
were you but were you secretly kind of disappointed yes that no one was yes. doing crap no no okay? no i was and i yeah i kind of thought this was going to be a little bit of like you know a little bit of like tourism for me in a way it's like i have you know i have this in to this group of guys who i don't hang out with who i may never hang out with again like yeah i kind of wanted to just see you know yeah i i kind of had a you know it was the idea was kind of fun to just watch something like that that I had never seen up close. We should explain that this I, bachelor party in San Diego, mm -hmm. uh, this you were friends with one of these guys. Mm -hmm. This guy was friends with the other people. The other people yeah. were the special teams unit for the San Diego Chargers. Mm -hmm. So it's just not Thank your you. I'm sorry social, I left that out. Yeah. Not your, I, and I should be clear when I say that. This is a return coverage team. There's no kickers. Sure. There's no fucking kickers. You're yeah. not going to go to a kicker party. No, I'm not. I usually hang out with the Seattle Seahawks. I got a sure. question. I have a question. So this though. was, yes, please. Now, you, Friend. this is related to the smells mm -hmm. I mean, if you, that you're concerned about. You started this party on Friday, mm -hmm. and it's now Sunday. Yes. And you just, and so it was a weekend long party. Yeah. Bachelor party. Mm hmm. Did you take a shower or bathe during that time? I had a shower on Saturday morning. Uh, I thought this is Sunday afternoon. This is now Sunday afternoon. That was my last shower. Uh, okay. Probably should have showered this morning. Right. Uh, it was in some guy's house, so I felt weird. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, and I thought why we were leaving a little sooner than we were, and I thought I would have a chance to shower at my house. That was not the case. Would you bring a towel? I did bring I, I was a towel. Gonna, it, that I was my next question. Exactly. We are of one yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, you know what I recommend, yeah, start saying Jordan? things at the same time. Yeah. That'll be adorable. Jordan, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you a good idea here. Yeah. When you're traveling, bring one of those chamois cloths. Chamois cloths. Mm. You see, Brett, we <laughs> are. This is uncanny. We are amazing. Like one of those super. I chamois. feel like I'm watching the two-headed girl on TLC. You can get them. You know, <laughs> you can get them at the at the auto parts store. Auto parts. Mm, yeah. It's yeah. a great way to save save money. money. <laughs> are you sure you guys didn't plan this out before? Laundry, laundry cost, detergent, detergent, detergent. Yeah. And and at the at the end of the day, I, I learned this I learned this information from European In travel, travel expert Expedia.com. Steves. Dees. Wait, was it Rick, Rick Dees or Expedia.com? <laughs> Where do I go for this information? Because I'm not writing it down. Kiss so what? If you're not going to do any hard drugs, what's the point of partying for 48 hours straight? I don't know. We had a nice time. Right. I got along with everybody. Did you not get along with anybody? Uh, or no. do you not want to say it? Right uh, no, actually, I, 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 I think I would feel okay about saying it. I but mean, are I these guys going to listen to this this podcast? I don't think so, but if they are, we had a delightful time. Uh -huh. We had a nice time. It was who, did like, you, who did you – you didn't get along with them. You couldn't connect to some of them though, right? Uh, I mean, the, some, some connections were stronger than others. Who was the cutest? Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> You should see this guy. Oh, this you guy. should see the dimples. You should the see the fucking should, dimples. You should see the toes on this guy. Yeah. The, but uh, I think here's something in here's here's I think a good way to kind of sum up how it actually went versus versus the kind of talk leading up to it. Uh, someone instigated a rule that every time someone's wife texted, you had to drink. <laughs> so I think this was a I think these guys just couldn't, you know, now have completely different lives where their husbands and fathers and, uh, you know, have to be home at a certain hour. So I think that they, you know, so that they never really they, – they, they couldn't 
find it in themselves to go whole hog. I okay, think. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you ever have the experience where you're thinking about people that you went to high school with, for mm-hmm. example, and then you're realizing that they're now adults yes. who are doing adult things in the world, and it blows your fucking mind? <laughs> a little bit, yes. Not I know, because I know what you mean. Not because you're like, oh, I'm so old now, but just it's hard to picture that person being a functional member of society. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, sure. And like you the can guy, get away with that in high school. Sure, like someone you saw cry in chem lab. Yeah. Now may have a child. Someone yeah. who would put on their pants upside down or something. Sure. That's not possible. You probably. went to high school with Chris, Chris Cross. Cross. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Me and Brent are best now friends. We're, now, we're, now we're on the same page here. Now I'm connecting more with Jordan. With Jordan. You yeah. know, when it came to that reference, I missed the bus, but I'll never, ever, okay. ever, <laughs> ever do it again. Guys, let's reset and have a spread. You know what's crazy, though? <laughs> I knew this girl who yeah. was um, 10 years younger than me. Than me. <laughs> that's we shouldn't. Yeah, we both went. Brent was, we, we yeah. both knew the same girl. And... Um, she didn't know who Criss Cross was. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That yeah. Some people miss that completely. Hey, yo, Chris, what's that in your hand? It's the S to the P R I T E can. It's the it's a lifesaver that you can thirst quench and like a kiss with a lime and twist. Now you can never kick in that you can never miss. I think is in there. Okay. Oh no, maybe not. Word. Drink up. Drink up is what you got to do. Why, guys? If somebody starts singing the Fresh Prince theme song, I'm going to shit in this box. I like the Sprite in you. Okay, right, right. I like the Sprite in you. So hot. Um, as my, was, can you verify? I am literally soaked with sweat here. Yes. It is hot in here, but I like the heat. You yeah. have a high tolerance for it. Does it keep you mm-hmm. loose? It keeps me straight. Oh, you're afraid you'll go gay. Straight and loose. If you get yeah. too cold, it keeps me straight. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean because I mean look at yeah. what are once the most I, gay the, nations in the world. Because once I start getting cold, Greenland, I start Greenland, uh, Iceland, yeah. yeah, right, all French, of the Nordic French countries, Canada, you know, Russia, a- Antarctica. Yeah. Those are like some the, the, the researchers that live, you know, on Antarctica. Oh, they're all gay. Dicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why no that's research do. gets done. That's all they do. Because you get up there. They go there. Was the last time you heard about? That's the research they're doing. Is they research sucking penises? Right. That's like they want to know more about that. Yeah. Ball tickling at temperatures below X. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're they're trying to get boners at below zero right temperatures. Right. I mean, is it a coincidence that the gayest bird is the penguin? <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. He's all flopping it's around. Not, he's yeah. all flip flopping. You know, he's sucking other penguins' dicks. Yeah, sure. he's all yeah, filleting other penguins. Um, going to see Cher. Okay, here's a quick thing, real <laughs> quick. And the, there was penguins some, went to see Cher. There's a Sorry. quick thing in in junior high. There was a kid who. Um, I'm not going to say he was gay, but he he seemed quite you know um, quite alive, sure. you know. And he was um, he was lab partners with somebody else. That doesn't matter. That's totally irrelevant. But uh, he spilled a thermometer liquid on him once. Oh, um, there was mercury. Uh, it wasn't mercury. It was just alcohol. But he wasn't sure at first. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the teacher said, "Oh, don't worry. The um the uh the, it's just uh well first he just first he said this. He went, it's all over me.'" He said it like just like that, and I thought it was funny. And then he, then the teacher assured him, "Oh, don't worry, it's just it's not mercury, it's just alcohol." And he said, "Deepu, Deepu, that was his lab partner. That's why I brought up the lab partner. I wasn't going to say his name at first, but his lab partner's name was Deepu. And um, he said, and Deepu, the name itself, that sounds funny, but." He said, "Deepu, the alcohol's freezing." <laughs> and so um, I thought that was funny. Also, that stuck with me forever. <laughs> and you talking about gays in 
freezing cold temperatures made me think of yeah. that that line this in my gentleman. life. And again, I'm reliving my youth when I tell that story. Yeah. So are you surprised? Wow. Can you imagine that person as a productive member of adult? Can you imagine well, actually, Brent Weinbach actually, as a productive <laughs> member of adult society? I, right. Exactly. Well, you know, the, the truth is, is that guy grew, grew up to be a prominent uh, choreographer and um, dancer. Good for him. And he's doing really well. I would hate to be a dancer. Hmm. I'll tell you this. Number one, I'm too graceful. Mm-hmm. I don't want to embarrass the other dancers. The other reason... <laughs> or swans. Yes. Yeah. You feel like swans give you shitty looks. Yeah, that's true. That's the, how graceful you are. The real the real reason mm-hmm. that I don't wouldn't want to be a dancer is the same reason I wouldn't want to be an athlete. Like As, as I grow older, now that I'm 31 years old, hmm. 31 years young, as I like to say. That's fun. I I have become really aware that if I were an athlete, mm-hmm. now the whole reason that I had lived my entire life would be basically falling apart. And there are dancers that, you know, Barishnikov's still dancing, he's 65 or whatever, mm-hmm. I get that, right? But generally speaking, your body just breaks down if you're a dancer when you're like 30. Mm-hmm. You're done. It's, yeah. And that was all you did with your entire life. That was like right. your whole – in order to get good enough at dancing to actually be a dancer, I mean, that's like – it's like trying getting making it to the major leagues. Like there's a very small group of people. There's a lot of people – a lot of people on the input, a lot of four-year-olds in ballerina class. Yeah. There's only a couple of dancers when they're grown up. So you got to be – Real committed, sure. but, but I mean, but you know, again, you can just yeah. you coast off your dance royalties, and also, <laughs> sure. also, then again, you know, some people are are you know forever young, you know. Right. I mean, some people don't seem to age, you know, like Isabella Gianni. I'm sure she could still dance. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. I was going to say. I was going to. But you know, forever young. Yeah. yeah sure. Honestly, Jesse, that was going to be the next joke I was going to make. I was going to say Isabella Gianni, who really does look like she's young forever, and then I was going to say Mel Gibson. I swear. Me and Weinbach are are on the same page here. Yeah, we're Jordan. back. I'm back on this Jordan, side now. Just go home. Yeah. Me and Weinbach can take. I seriously it from here. was about to say Mel Gibson. That was right what I was getting to, and. Well, I apologize. Um, no, 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 no. I'm glad you took it because um, it proved that we're on the same wavelength. Again. You know what, Brent? I love you. Thanks. We'll be back in just a second. Yeah. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brent Weinbach knows boys. Knows boys named Deepu. <laughs> <laughs> Deepu. We had a little Deepu talk during the break. Yeah, oh man. Nothing. There's nothing more fun than a little Deepu talk. Yeah, well, Deepu is a great subject matter. You know? <laughs> it's really, really fun. Brett, by the way, has a new stand-up comedy CD. Oh yes, thank you very um, much. Yeah. Which is called Almost Totally Live. Mostly live. Mostly live. Mostly live. There yeah. you go. Mostly live. Brent yeah. Weinbach. I'm telling you, if you get a chance to see Brent Weinbach, it is a singular experience that you will never forget. One of the funniest guys in stand-up comedy, and also one of the most distinctive. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And if you don't leave the house ever, you don't want to, right. buy this album. It's the closest to a live show you'll, you no. can get right now. No. You think. won't, you won't really get the... Like considerate of shut-ins. Yeah. You've always been considerate of shut-ins, though. Well, sure. Yeah. Sh- shut in and shut out. Mm-hmm. Right. Shut-ins my... are often shut out yeah. of, of cultural experiences. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys want to do uh, listener mail? 
Sure. Why don't we? Yeah, sure. I've got the – oh, let me reach into the mailbag. Sure. Oh, here. One postcard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a very nice postcard uh, from Julia Halprin Jackson. Uh, and she said that she's a Max Fund donor, which is great. Yep. Uh, she uh, has been transformed by our show into a comedy fan. That's good. It's nice. She learned. She learned from our show mm-hmm. that if you comedy. look outside the world of podcasts, there is comedy that's worth supporting, mm-hmm. such as Mostly Live by Brent Weinbach, available on iTunes and physical copies too. That was a little tacky, Brent. Well, uh, it's a shut-in. And- <laughs> right. It's for shut-ins. It's for shut-ins. It's for for shut-ins. Right. Uh, and number three, uh, there is a Dr. Dong, uh, his real name, at the school where she works. So, That's yeah, great. that was a nice piece of mail. And there's an adorable skunk uh, on the card that would, I think uh, Julia drew herself. Would you say hmm. – this is a Dong question. Please. I'm your man. Which I is, mean, I'm not a doctor in it, but – I'm a is, man, not a doctor. Which is better, <laughs> Julia's Dr. Dong mm-hmm. or – Downtown San Francisco's Bong Building. I like the Bong Building. Right. And there's doctors there. I believe it is a professional services building. Uh, I mean, I think we can also, there's maybe something else to consider. Okay. Uh, I mean, on the way over here on Wilshire, I always pass Young Dong Restaurant. Young Dong, I'm familiar so with Young Dong Restaurant. Is this, is this a three-way horse race between Dr. Dong, yeah. the Bong Building, Yeah. And Young Dong Restaurant. Let me ask you this. Have you considered the restaurant not far from Young Dong Restaurant with the sign in the window that promises steamed dumplings? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. That has been up for at least five years. Really? Boy. Wow. That's it is not great. a temporary sign. Well, okay. That reminds me of two things. Okay. okay Number one, one. And this will add to the race, too. Uh-huh. Right. Well, one, um, my friend Alex Cole, who you guys know, mm-hmm. right? He has used to have a jacket. San Francisco comedian and air guitar champion. That's right. He used to have a jacket, a leather jacket that said Dr. Dick on the back of it. He <laughs> found it somewhere. And he, th- he threw it away at one point. He was cleaning his apartment out or moving. He mm. moved, I think he moved and he was decided, I don't need this anymore. And I said, what? I'll keep it for you. I'll, ho- I'll give it to me. Mm-hmm. He, I think he threw it out. Dr. Dick. Yeah. On his, it was the it was jacket. I just feel like that's a real waste, a real waste. And it's, you know? it's especially and, it's especially bittersweet to those of us who only have, say, a master's degree in dick. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I mean, I'm 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 stripping to put myself through dick grad school. I mean, yeah. to, to be fair, I think the original owner of that jacket uh, was more of a doctor of divinity from <laughs> uh, Universal Life Church. <laughs> sure. So you know, it was more just like he paid for it, the the doctor yeah, dick sure. title, which you know, I mean, it's not as um, prestigious as say an MD or whatever. Would you know, say that but, it's one of those things like Doctor Bill William Cosby, where sure, like the Cosby Kids is his dissertation for his doctorate mm-hmm. in education, but you're kind of like, yeah, but Temple is just giving you that because you're Bill Cosby. Was it like that? But for Alex Cole and with regard to his Erkadar champion status, sure. Let's say yeah, the Cosby Kids. It was his. Uh, it was his uh, Erkadar teachings to the Cosby Kids. You know, particularly right. Rudy. He was national air guitar champion. Am I he was just, that I think, just regional, and then he was third place national. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not sure though. Um, the other thing was that there's a restaurant I went to. I think it's in. Well, I didn't go to it. I saw it, and I think it's in Sunnyvale, California, and it's a pho restaurant. Okay. I've eaten pho in Sunnyvale, California. My uh, Did you... my friend uh, Matt Dobbs, original co-host of The Sound of Young America, for the first episode. 
um, was from Sunnyvale, California, along with his wife, Jesusa. We used to go over the hill from Santa Cruz to Sunnyvale to it, eat pho there. I hope it was at the Pho King restaurant. <laughs> I think it I'm was not, at the Pho King really? restaurant. Really? Have you been there? Yeah. That's that's a real thing. It really says that, and it's not a joke. And I mean, it's we, not trying to be funny, I don't think. We bought in a stationery store there a huge supply of stationery. In fact, I still have some that featured a character named Happy Bear Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and Happy Bear Man's slogan was, Happy Bear Man, we are nice, we like Storaberry. <laughs> and, in fact, my college hmm. roommate, uh, his he painted a series of paintings... He was a very gifted artist, a series of paintings depicting Happy Bear Man's descent into heroin addiction. (laughs) (laughs) But it also featured a lot of Storaberries. Yeah. I mean, I have seen pho restaurants with puns in the name, so I guess it's not No, this is not a pun. This This wasn't a pun. It's just because you could tell by the kind of restaurant it was, it was too foreign to understand. There's great pho, by the way, in Sunnyvale. If you're looking for great pho, Sunnyvale, California is a great place to go. Yeah, it wasn't a pun, but maybe it was a fun. Mm. I mean, it is. It was fun to hear about. Uh-huh. So okay, so so where are we at this point? Who's better, Doctor Dong, Doctor Dick, Doctor Dick, <laughs> former Dong St. Louis Cardinal second baseman Stubby Clap? Yeah, is that is that another competition though? Former Giants pitching coach Dick Pole. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Real quick, speaking of Alex Cole, his yeah. dad's name is Richard. His dad's name is Dick Hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I, this is there's too there's too many contestants in this race. Um, I'm gonna go. Well, look, the Bong okay. Building has long roots, deep roots in my heart. I have had to go to dentist appointments there, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go with the Bong Building. But Doctor Dong, I mean, that sounds cool. Like that's like <laughs> a guy in a in a cool like uh, bluesy '70s rock band. Mm-hmm. He maybe plays the guitar on his lap. I can't make a choice on this. I think they're all great, but I do want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. When I used to substitute teach in Berkeley, there was a, a a girl who was Thai in the class, and it was a uh, it was like an ESL class, and her name was Kitty Porn. No joke. Oh, that wins. Yeah. Jesse, do we have some more viewer mail? We do. Dear Jordan Jesse Go, a while back on the show, you looked up a description of the confection Turkish Delight, which you thought sounded pretty awful. True. True mm-hmm. on all counts. Yeah. And I think the reason we looked it up for your benefit, Brent, was because it was uh, all that we knew about it was that it was a little brown square. Which also, I mean, that's also, like, it basically could I mean, have been, uh, you know, a late 19th century East Asian drug, like... Hashish or something like that. And also, you don't like Turkish people. Yeah, we do not like the Turks. Well, they're duplicitous. We're Armenians, so we do not like the Turks. I don't want to be one of your listeners who nitpicks you on details. However, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. (laughs) now I will do that. Yeah, I... You it's know, nice that they hand wrote this too, because usually someone just tweets us that we were wrong. Yeah. So this is, I like that that some TLC was put into this. By the way, thanks to the literally dozens of people who let me know that Jim Tomei is off the disabled list mm-hmm. and once again playing for the Baltimore Orioles. But at the same time, I live about a f- ten minutes away from Liberty Orchards, a company which produces an Americanized version of Turkish delights. So it is a matter of local pride that I uh, it is as a matter of local pride that I send you some 
applets and cotlets so you can know that Turkish delight isn't all bad. Thank you all for the entertainment you provide. Sincerely, Cameron McKenzie. I, I love Tur- Turkish you know, delight. You know what I think about anyone correcting me? Wow. That's the sound of me throwing, crumpling and throwing it away. But we do have these. It's a, it's a, a bold stance. It's the sound, sound of young America. <laughs> these really are applets and cotlets and some fruit delights. Hmm. She sent us these boxes. These are like full-on gift boxes. These are serious. This is like something you would get as a holiday gift from your boss in the mid-70s. Yeah, it does. It does seem like it is from the same store that sells popcorn tin. Yeah, I. Um, well, I think there's only one choice. I don't think you should do it right now. We have to get. Why not? Because it's going to be messy. There's a lot of powdered sugar and stuff on it. Well, we got to do what we gotta right, do. Yeah, do, I'm, gotta, Brent, got to do. Yeah, Brent, I'm covered in filth. Now. Oh, that's I mean, true. What's, yeah. what's, what's a little more powdered that's sugar? That's true. I guess for you, it's right. Yeah. I mean, I like Turkish delights a lot, but I'm not going to touch that right now. Cotlets. Me personally. Well, you I mean you have you're you're a man who cares about his food hygiene. We're not. You know, we're disgusting. Oh, yeah. By the way, not, off the floor. not only are we, you know, on the wa- same wavelength, or wavelength, but we, we're kind of wearing similar outfits right now, too. We are. Brent and I are wearing white sneakers, jeans, and white T-shirts right yeah. now. Um, okay, so, Jordan, I'm going to give you applets and cotlets. Okay, I'll have an applet. Are, the, are, are there two kinds of things in here, or is... There's applets and there's cotlets. I think okay. it's two different types of thing. And I, I have fruit delights here. Um... These are really difficult. It's like to opening open. a Christmas present. It is. Jordan had the For, sense to take I mean, out his a, key. A Victorian child's Christmas present, but yes, <laughs> even better. This is like Victorian oh. cellophane wrap. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying yes. So what is inside? It's very sexually repressed. Yours just has a, a trademark okay. applets and cotlets, right? Yeah. So I have one. There doesn't seem to be any delineation in the bu- box over which is an applet and which is a coplet. So I'm just going to take one. They all kind of look the same to me. Cotlets. Sorry, it I looks know that's like, racist. It looks like there's there's apricots in your coplet. Right? Oh, maybe that, yeah. Let's see. Oh, no, here, this has a description. There's Let's a guide this. right there. Oh, okay, it does. The top half is applets and the bottom half is coplets. So I have a coplet. Our delicious tangy apricot and walnut confection. Uh, okay, so I will have a bite of this. And, yeah, oh, I guess the description, it is a, it's a mushy yellow square covered in powdered sugar. And I, I want It wanna... is what I thought a Turkish Delight looked you, like. Wait, wait, time out real quick. Have you guys had a Turkish Delight before? No. Mm-mm. Oh, you guys are in for a treat. Jordan, um, Jordan's chewing that. I just want to let everyone who's listening know that uh, allergen information, mm-hmm. our macadamia confections include a small amount of cashews. Mm, gotcha. So if you're concerned about cashew sensitivity. Mm-hmm. I mean, or cashew purity, it sounds like is more of the issue. Jordan, this isn't some eugenics thing. <laughs> sorry, I'm racist. You turn everything into a eugenics thing. I'm sorry, but it's what I'm passionate about. (laughs) (laughs) The purity of the races. Yes. Now, let me measure the bumps on your skulls. (laughs) Um, What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. It's not my suite of choice. I mean, I prefer a chocolate. You're just being racist right now. No, you're right. Um, And they're lazy. I'm sorry. These candies are lazy. Wait, time out. You're more of a chocolate guy. Yeah. Okay, well that's fair enough. I mean, I I like fruit chew type of stuff. Yeah, myself. I typically, so that's but uh, I like. yeah, the texture is great. I yeah. really like the texture. I would say that's the strong point. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, not unpleasant, but I guess it's what I would call like an old lady candy. Mm, you know, I like that. I like old lady candy. I like lady fingers too. Is that old lady candy or cookies? It is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, can I try pineapple macadamia? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be good. I, I I would like to try one after the on the next break. Macadamia is the nicest. 
nut involved in any of this. Pecan is a good nut. Mm-hmm. But macadamia is a premium nut. Sure. And so this is a pre- – well, that's, that's, that's why they cut it because mm-hmm. they can. I think you're going to love this. Number one, where is the macadamia? There's almost no nuts in here. Yeah, I had some, some tiny uh, nut fragments in mine. But uh, no, there was not a – there was no it's nut not, to kind of add to the substance. That's not really the point of, of Turkish Delights. or It's not the nuts. It's more about the fruit. Why are the, the nuts in there? Oh, it's more of like a kind of garnish of sorts. It's more, of a, it's more of a garnish. It's more of a flourish. Mm. A flourish. Okay. Yeah. Whose regional pride is built on Turkish delights besides Turkey? <laughs> now, obviously, yeah. Did we see? I is would, there a return address on the thing? Do we? The know? Turks are proud of two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, that they're Turkish delights. Sure. Number two, the Armenian genocide. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not proud. They they don't admit it. Um. I, yeah, I mean, I think delight is a little strong. Mm-hmm. I would say a Turkish eh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're being too hard. No, maybe I, no. Too, I mean, it was a, it was very very nice of the person to send. Them. I think they're. I, I am hard as not a rock. My, well, That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, you candy are, eating is is rare for me these days, and uh, and and this is maybe what I not really? what I would. You don't eat candy. No, you know, I I, I tried to, to to cut out sweets. I love um, candy. I don't yeah. like candy these. I, I'm gonna have another one. You don't like them. Come on, guys. I can't believe you don't no, like they're, these. They're good. They're, they're, they're tasty. They're totally good. Not my... I haven't even eaten them yet, and I'm thinking they're good. Yeah. My, flavor... wife, my wife hates uh, nuts. The, what? Don't, don't get, let's not oh. get into that. Mm-hmm. It's my wife. But <laughs> I can't bring these things home because she'll be angry. Does her skull have a ridge? <laughs> Is that? Jordan. Okay. Number one. That's phrenology, not eugenics. I'm sorry, but it's 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 a factor. It'll make you evil. Brian Fernandez, our producer, do you have? Are there, do people live at your house that can eat these disgusting things? They're not that disgusting. They're okay. They're good. Okay. I mean, Brian Fernandez is going to take these home. Well, I mean, I, I also live somewhere where people like Brent, can, can eat these quit things too. Begging for Turkish delights <laughs> is very unseemly. You just refuse to eat them on microphone. You don't get them at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair you're enough. not even going to get one. Fair enough. You know what? Truth be told, I'll just go buy some of my own. Brent, you don't have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. But maybe if I sell enough of these albums that just came out, I can maybe afford to Brent, buy some what are you Begging <laughs> for candy. What are you Plugging on... your album. Jeez. Brent Weinbach, since he went on Conan. Mm-hmm. So, like, a, a little while ago, Brent Weinbach appeared on the Conan program. Sure. Ever since then, he's been bragging about what he can buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you only get paid a couple hundred dollars to go on the Conan program. Now I can go into... Ralph, Turkish buy delights. anything I want. Ribbon candies. I go in there. Circus peanuts. Werther's the world's originals. grossest candies. Good and plenty. Oh, boy. Or as I oh. like to call it, great and not enough. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brent Weinbach, Turkish delight sympathizer. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to go talk to those Armenians that uh, yeah. protest out there by Westwood. What is that, Century City? Yeah. Somewhere here in Los Angeles, there's a permanent anti-Armenian genocide 
protest that goes on. By the way, you were talking about that what country is proud of Turkish delights other than Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of European countries are. Uh, are maybe proud even, of their Turkish maybe delights? Even, maybe even England, I think. I bet well, you. I, England I is proud of a lot of shit food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get real. Like, yeah. In England, they got all these foods that they're like super excited about, and you're like, you know, this kind of sucks, right? <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever had a tuna potato? Those are delicious. A tuna potato? Yeah, you don't know tuna potato? No, I've not had a tuna potato. Sounds very British. It's we've good. had we have, we've had Cornish pasties. Mm. We've had spotted oh. dick. Mm, we yeah, had, Jordan has had to eat spotted dick on uh, he he ate gentleman's relish mm-hmm. on international G- waters. Gentleman's relish, sure. That's yeah, funny. yeah. You know, I mean, I think that the British enthusiasm for their local dishes is just because of the funny names. Yeah, I I can't imagine it's because of the quality of the food. I, I think there's I, like I, these are some hilarious names. I had come ha- up with these. I had haggis once. I thought it was good. Oh yeah, yeah. I need and that. Also, you know what's funny is um this is kind of related to food, but um they don't have ranch you know in England mm-hmm. right and ranch so, dressing yeah right or they don't have ranch flavor uh huh and yeah. so um Doritos Cool Ranch flavor is not called that in England what's it called it's called Cool American oh. <laughs> again it's like that's a Johnny Depp Grace, flavor though. Oh, okay yeah. <laughs> and it's okay good. let's yeah. let's talk about let's talk yeah. about our so, uh, the, those who support us on this program first of all our friends at Ask Metafilter let's just say that you're looking for something good to eat in England by the way they have good food in England now i'm just saying their regional specialties sure. are a disappointment <laughs> But if you're looking for a good thing to eat in England, let's say you're in Cornwall and you're Mm -hmm. sick of pasties. Sure. Go on Ask Metafilter. Ask. Somebody will know the answer. Ask.metafilter.com. Thousands of life's little questions answered. And also, as you listen to this, it may very well be Max Fun Day. Because this episode will hit the stream on October 15th, which is Max Fun Day. Mm -hmm. And if you're the kind of person who listens to this show... Every single week on the first day that it comes out, but you're not already a Max Fund donor. Seems a little silly. Seems a little. Seems a little. A little seems silly. a little. You know. Seems a little something. It's something. a little tacky. And here's it's the thing. It's a little Weinbach-esque. Here's here's the thing. October fifteenth, we are trying to get a thousand new donors to MaximumFund.org to support all of our new initiatives, including the new podcast Risk and our other new podcasts, uh, the Memory Palace, and so on. And uh, all of the new stuff that we've been doing here at Jordan Jesse Go, like uh, hiring a producer, which we have, mm-hmm. Mr. Brian Fernandez. So uh, you can you can donate at five, ten, twenty, thirty-five, fifty, a hundred, two hundred dollars a month um, at maximumfund.org. And if you go to maximumfund.org/slash/maxfunday. We've got all kinds of cool stuff there, including uh, Jordan and I are going to be answering questions on the Internet and doing Google Hangout and all these different fun things and also bonus content. You will get a bonus episode mm-hmm. of Jordan Jesse Go that will only go to donors and bonus episodes of many of our other programs. Um, and, it's, don't, and don't forget the bonus of getting to smell and uh, you can, Jordan's yeah, I seat. I mean, one lucky donor will yeah. get to sniff my seat. Yeah, so Max Fun Day, October 15th. If you're listening to this after October 15th, of course, we appreciate your donations any day. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that on October 15th, every single new donor who gives more than uh, – gives $10 a month or more will help us help the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank to give 20 meals to needy families – um, so families that can, that uh, can't afford food, uh, we will help them uh, with food through the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank. We're very proud to be do- doing that in this drive. It's going to be really cool. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a thousand new donors, and we'll be giving out twenty thousand meals to people who need them uh, here in the Los Angeles area. So, Max Fun Day, and if you're already a donor, 
fucking get on the social media, talk someone you know into doing mm-hmm. it. Hashtag it Max Fun Day. Come to the fucking, you know, what's that thing called? The looky lose. Google looky lose. I don't know. Google chat roulettes. Yeah, Google do some chat Google chat roulettes. Make a Pinterest board. Yeah, make a Pinterest board. How come there's no Pinterest boards? Come on. Hashtag Max Fun Day. Just Pinterest board. Just because this podcast is not a cupcake? That's no. Ex- that's mainly what's on Pinterest, guys. You could make cupcakes. that was someone, a very astute hey, observation on my part. Someone on pin. Someone on Pinterest. Someone on Tumblr mm-hmm. made paper dolls of you and me. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Come on. If if you can handle paper craft, mm-hmm. the next step is Jordan Jesse cupcake. Yeah. Pinterest hashtag Max Fun Day. There you go. October. That's 15th. a fun way to promote us on Pinterest in yeah. their in their native parlance. Seriously, we we we're able to give out this show for free because people donate, and we do need your donations to pay the continuing costs sure. of this operation. So um, help us out on Max Fun Day, October fifteenth, and if you already help us out. Talk someone else into doing it, um, and we'll get you all kinds of bonus content, and we'll get Meals for Needy Families, and it's going to be a blast. So we'll see you then and there, or if you're listening to this today or in the past. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brent Weinbach. Mm. I yep. wish bonkers. That's... Wish I had. Wish I ever got a chance to eat bonkers candy. You're upset that you did not get a chance to eat. Bon- you had a good solid ten years there where you could have eaten bonkers. I don't think it was out for ten years. I think it was only out for maybe two or something. <sighs> Am I right about that? Brent Weinbach was 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 lamenting uh, off microphone that uh, he never got to try the candy bonkers before it was discontinued. Well, Just have an abba zabba and shut your pie hole. Do you think maybe God? Who was I listening to? I was listening to some. Oh, it might have been my brother, my brother and me, where they – one of them likes this cereal called Blueberry Morning. It was You Look Nice Today. So they look at – the cereal they, they like called Blueberry Morning that got discontinued, and I think you can get it. And they, and they got boxes on Amazon. I've looked for have bonkers you? online. And, but deep? even if you found them, it, it would be too old to be yeah. good, I think, at this point, even though it's candy. And, yeah. and, you know, candy kind of lasts forever, but – I don't know. I feel like there's this gushers is early now. 80s candy. There's gushers now. Gushers Brent. Are, are fruit snacks, though. But they these aren't gush. candy. <laughs> but they gush. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. Don't get me wrong. I get gushers sometimes. Right. Yeah. I get fruit snacks. You know what are good actually? The ocean spray Shark fruit snacks. Shark Those are good are too. Good, I like the. You get I love great white. Well, I love yeah, great white. I love the opaque colors. Those are always oh, more appealing mm-hmm. to me visually, yeah. you know, than yeah. the, the translucent ones. Agreed yeah. completely. Yeah. I never got any of these things. Zero of any of these things. I rarely did, too. I got them as an adult, mainly. I remember people getting fruit snacks and being like, their mom puts that in their lunch. Right, (laughs) yeah. Like, what? How did that? Yeah. Well, my my mom... Meanwhile, like, a big treat to my dad was we when we were waiting for the bus, he would wait for the bus with me. And when I say the bus, I'm talking about just a regular bus, not like a school bus. And uh, we, we waited... At uh, 30th and Mission in San Francisco, and there was this uh, Mexican store there, mm-hmm. you know, a sort of Mexican convenience store that sold, you know, it sold whatever, you know, candy with chili in it. And he would say, you can get any drink you want. But for some reason, they didn't have – maybe I wasn't allowed to have soda. I feel like they did not have – 
like a Mexican Coke or something that would have been exciting mm-hmm. from the Mexican store. Uh, an unusual Fanta, for example. Sure. Uh, so I always something that supposedly tastes like watermelon. I had to get <laughs> Kern's Nectars. Mm-hmm. I did not even like Kern's Nectars. Those were bad. Foo boy. Yeah. Here's the thing about a Kern's Nectar is that it's so thick. Yeah. That when it gets when it even gets close to room temperature, it becomes the world's most disgusting thing. Yes. Like, I think if you grabbed one out of the freezer and then drank it immediately before your hand heated up the can, it might taste good. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it is just this, like, thick, like, almost gelatinous yeah. sludge. Disgusting. Make it sound really bad. I, I found uh, Kern's Nectar to be very good. Well, yeah. Brent, yeah. But, I mean, it's what, what like, temperature are you, are you – you're putting those kind of freezable uh, whiskey rocks in it, though, right? <laughs> you're having it in a highball glass. <laughs> yeah, it's a, exactly. Yeah, those I, little... I wore a, a bow tie and a monocle while I drank it. Mm-hmm. I would like to see one of those bartenders that dress like a riverboat gambler. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him make a few Kern's Nectar-based drinks. Yeah. Kern's Nectar... Maybe, yeah, maybe that's the new... Uh, maybe that's that's the new muddled mint leaf. Mm-hmm. Kern's nectar was like the V8 of fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Okay, look. I'm not here to talk about Kern's nectar. I want to talk Brent Weinbach. Okay, so as I said, Brent Weinbach, one of my favorite stand-up comedians in the world, one of the most distinctive comic voices in the world. Um, among other things, Brent Weinbach has also occasionally had film output. Uh, Brent had Brent had his own series on Super Deluxe when Super Deluxe was running, and I loved Brent's series on Super Deluxe. Oh, oh thank you. Brent played himself as an elementary school student, middle school student, elementary. No, elementary, school. yeah, yeah. And uh, he played himself in a in a context where the where children played the other characters. It was a very pathos filled <laughs> uh, comedy program about being in elementary school that was very vivid, very brilliant in its execution, I think. And I've always respected Brent's work, even outside of the stand-up comedy realm, which is why my interest was piqued when he emailed me and told me that he was working on what I believe he termed as the most extreme expression of his aesthetic that he'd ever committed to film. Hmm. Is that is that what does that sound like something you wrote to me? That's how I, I remember. I don't think I wrote that to you. Okay, but I think all I might have wrote to you was that um, I made a, a a drumming instructional video. Okay, you <laughs> did. A, I think that you're, a, that that pull quote quote is from Peter Travers. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of where I might have said that. Maybe I I might have said you that si- I I was really proud of this other piece I made called uh, Squeeze. I don't no, know if not you saw that. that. No, not that. It's, yeah. I'm talking about. We're going to talk about ultimate drumming technique. Yeah. So. Brent sent me this... Not your new wave band. He explained to me... <laughs> Squeeze is the name of a new wave band. He explained right, right. to me that in order to show this video, he had had to purchase a domain name and hosting for the video because it could not be hosted on YouTube or Vimeo. Oh, I, now I do remember sending you an email about it, and I did this as a sort of... It's almost like a publicity stunt to mm-hmm. promote the, the new album. Right. And Which I won't even say the name of, Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and so, um, it's Brent Weinbach's Almost Live, the Seattle sketch comedy uh, phenomenon uh, that's been going for the starring Bill Nye, the uh, science guy and Joel McHale. Okay. <laughs> now, um, uh, I'll say this, well, we're going to do, do this thing, but it was, it's not just my video. It's my, this guy named Adam Sherry who also made it with me, but we made a drumming instructional video. I'll talk more about it once. Once. once so we, I've seen the video. Um, it is it is indeed an extreme expression of Brent Weinbach's aesthetic. 
Um, and Brent, you said, we're going to show mm-hmm. Jordan the video, but you said that there are two things that you wanted Jordan to know okay, before he's, before Brian the, Fernandez brings in the, the computer and shows the video to, to Jordan. Okay. I have two tips for you. Okay. All right. Pay attention. And this is tips for anybody who checks this out from listening to this. Pay attention to... And we should say people can check it out by going to ultimatedrummingtechnique.com. Yeah. I do not recommend that they do that. Go ahead. I mean, I, I recommend... I cannot in if, good conscience mm-hmm. recommend that if they do that. If you are a cool person who likes cool things, <laughs> then I can in good conscience recommend going to If you want to, to wash www. down a couple Turkish delights yeah. with a can of guava kerns, <laughs> you're one of those types. So listen, here's the two, type, uh, two tips. Um, one is th- there's a lot of nuance to this video mm-hmm. if you pay attention to sure. it. And like most internet videos. One thing you should – yeah, but there, there's a – Is there's, this like that video of the people passing the basketball back and forth and at the end you find out that a gorilla ran through but you didn't notice because you were too busy paying attention to where the basketball goes? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like that. I think yeah, it I is guess, like that I because – based on yeah. your – based on – the description and the build-up you guys are giving this, I, I'm expecting one of two things. I'm expecting some sort of two girls, one cup gross-out or one of those things where it's like, you know, follow the follow the dot through the maze and then a face screams at you. I don't want to see either of those, guys. Okay, well, if that's what we're doing, let's just shut not, this operation. It's not it's either. Not, it's I've not got that. some more Kern's nectar material. Yeah. We can just go on that. It's just a guy eating Turkish delights over and over again. You're right. It's even grosser than oh, you Oh, Turkish delights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. I'm delighted. There's there's an obvious joke in this, okay? okay. But if you look past the obvious part, um, just pay attention to the snare drum. Okay. Okay. Just pay attention to the snare drum. Oh, if something and screams I'm gonna, at me, I'm going to be so and mad. And oh, I I'm am going to be so mad. I, no, nothing will scream at you. Okay. And the um, snare drum are in quotes. I'm just, I'll just say that. Okay. okay, so pay attention to the snare drum. Right. That's tip number one. Tip two, pay attention to the drummer's uh, sort of facial expressions and head movements okay. and stuff. Because that's that's a really good part of the video, too, oh, I, I think. I don't want to be screamed so, at. Guys. You're not going to be screamed okay. at, I promise. Okay. You have to trust me on this. Now, I Brian, for, I trust you. We've known each other for, for a long time. Sure. And I think that... Yeah, I there's promise there's no there. screaming. Brian Fernandez, uh, our producer, is now coming into the studio. He's bringing his portable computing device. Yeah. Um, this and is a Macintosh I, computing device. I just want to make sure this is this looks good too. He's got the he's got the okay. video queued up uh, for for Jordan. Have you got the volume on so we can hear it? I just want to make sure that the volume's on here. So yeah, the font looks like it's uh, stolen from uh, a different world. You mean the, the, the TV that, show? The okay. show that came on after. I thought you meant Brent, like it was that... stolen from a different oh, world. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The, the show that came on after. Yeah. Uh, is that why you're wearing those flip-down sunglasses, mm-hmm. Brent? And you've got that high-top fade? Yeah, exactly. I have that Nike swoosh in my in my, in my my head. Okay. Go ahead and press Go ahead and press play. Okay. Uh, are you, do people want me to describe it? You can say what's what you see. Okay, in the video. there is a guy. If he starts describing it, he's going to miss the nuance. I think. Okay. There's a wait. So we 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 want him to be okay. silent. No, well, I don't know. I'm not sure actually. Okay, yeah. so there's a man who I would describe as Anthony Kiedis esque. Uh huh. That's an excellent description uh-huh. of this. This man. is a uh, long-haired guy with some bad tattoos, and he is hitting drums with one hand and jacking off with the other. Now here's the thing. Okay. Although well, I guess maybe jacking okay. off is is 
Okay. It's, well, not quite. He's not quite. I he's say stroking he's, his partially erect member. Yeah. Well, actually, sometimes it's pretty full-on erect. I yeah, say. I say there are times. I mean, in the short time I've been watching the video, there's. It has been, you know. Okay, either, hold on. Watch this real quick. I mean, the next one actually. That's full. It's a pretty big dick. That's full. Yeah, it's standing up. <laughs> so he's letting it's go. A pretty big dick. It's letting. He's letting okay. go periodically. <laughs> to do fills. Yeah. Does are he you, let go to getting, do the fills? Did you get that, Jordan? Just. What did he say? He said, remember, practice. Mm -hmm. Practice makes perfect, Jordan. Yeah, so I'm still watching are you, this. Are you, are, you pay, are you paying attention to the, the snare drum? Uh, kind of. Listen, I mean, listen to the snare sound. I'm looking at the guy's dick a lot. Look at his face. That's the trick. Is this like an Easter egg? Are you saying there's an Easter egg that Jordan could get out of this? <laughs> there, yeah, there's two Easter eggs. They're right Can below we just hand. watch the Avengers blooper reel? <laughs> <laughs> so... So when Brent... Ah, oh, he hit the drum with his dick. When yeah, wait, Brent described to me... Mm -hmm. Before I saw it, I think Brent mentioned to me essentially the outlines of it. And I have to say that I presumed that this is what I would see. A man drumming with one hand shot from about the navel up. And we could see through... We could... We could interpret through the movements of his shoulder and elbow that something, let us say, untoward was going on, let us say, below the belt. Mm -hmm. However, I think we can learn from your description of the member in question as a pretty big dick. It's a pretty big dick. <laughs> that Brent chose instead, rather than implying the penis mm -hmm. and masturbation, yeah. self-pleasure, I want to be delicate about this. Right. Brent has, Let's not let this get crass. This is Brent a piece of art. Has yeah. directed, has, has taken in the full field of action mm -hmm. within his camera's gaze. <laughs> um, well put. Well okay, put. so here's the. Okay, go ahead, Jordan. Do you have a question? Uh, no, well, here. Can I say? Can I say if I what I got right? Can I say yes. if I appreciated it correctly? I hope so. I don't know. So yeah. I guess is the th so the, we're seeing we're seeing the titles of the drum techniques uh, that he's supposedly laying out. Mm -hmm. Did, do those have nothing to do with the drum techniques, and these are just masturbation techniques? No, no, they they, they do have those to are do legitimate with the drum techniques. techniques. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you mean? I mean, are you saying grip control? That's one of them, right? Yeah. Is that an actual? Drum technique. Yeah, do you need... I'm sure that you could... There's probably something to... There is probably something involved. We actually specifically didn't want them to be too, you know, on the head. Yeah. Uh, or on the nose. Uh, or on the boy... It's on the head. On, on the boy's nose. Yeah. About um, that that was, like, related to masturbation or okay. anything. You know, we didn't want it to be, yeah. like... Uh, what was the other one like? Uh, you know, hitting the we don't want to yeah. say anything the like hitting stroker. the skins or yeah, like yeah, yeah. or like or, or or power stroke. We never wanted that was too right. much, you right. know. But grip so, control but is, is something that could be applied to drumming. Yeah, I, think. I mean it's delicate. And because you were yeah. you were a professional musician for a time. I, I played percussion as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Um. So yeah. Okay. So here's here's the first issue that cropped up when I watched this. Wait. He okay. did you put up? posters at music stores that said drummer wanted almost yeah how did you find the guy who is he okay you want should i take it back before that though oh please yeah yeah, yeah. take it back rewind the track okay so look um my friend and i adam 
um, we were at um, this music show, and there was a band playing. Yeah. And we were in the back of the room, and we were just joke at joking around as people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started pantomiming, masturbating, to the snare drum, and I hope you noticed that. That he was. That's probably something all, he was you didn't doing notice. it on the beat. That it's every stroke is to the beat. Yeah. Is to the no. It's to the snare hit. I, I did mean, not the beat. That. Not I did the, not the beat that. though. It's to the snare hit because uh-huh. he's off sometimes, oh. and you can hear that in this when you if you hear the snare mm-hmm. sound, it's exactly uh, synced up with his stroke, but it might not be on beat. But anyway, so again, I want to emphasize that I don't necessarily think people should look at this. <laughs> uh, the dicks. I mean, if you do like, I mean, if you like the side of a of a pretty good looking Anthony Kiedis guy who's got a big dick. That's nice. Right. So we started uh, to the snare, to every snare hit, we started pantomiming it as a joke and we had a good laugh, you know? And then we started... This was just you or what? Like at a a grizzly bear concert? It was... uh, I actually don't even want to say who it was, but it was uh, was the show and we were joking around doing it this way and whatever, doing it this way, whatever. And... um, so then we um, uh, then we, then we had this thought, you know, this would be funny if we shot this as a video. Was it a different member of the Animal Collective? <laughs> <laughs> Who like uh, Panda? Panda? Panda, Panda? No, it wasn't. You know, what's funny though is actually kind of it wasn't a member of the Animal Collective, right. but it was related to in the I, video. I think I would think it was related. Oh, the mm-hmm. guy in the video? No, was no. It, that wasn't a, me- a member of the Animal Collective that we saw in the video. No, no, not at all. No, okay, no. we did see a member in the. Oh yeah, that was a, that, that was, was a member Sipton for sure. Stevens, the video. <laughs> so, uh, so okay, so we were like, let's we should make this as a video. And at first, we had these thoughts of maybe Adam can just um, put a, a like a fake penis coming out of his pants. You yeah. know, he'd be fully clothed and, and just play the he can play the drums and he would just you know do it like that and a classic boogie night scenario. Yeah, but even it would probably even look pretty fake too. The it wouldn't look as real as that. So then we thought. No, that's not that's not going to get the point across. A lot of people know what his real you know? penis looks like. Which ones? Who's? A lot of people know Mark, what Adam's Mark, real. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Mark Wahlberg. No. Um, yeah, everybody knows. What, you know, everyone's going to know it's Mark, fake. Mark uh, Wahlberg you know? is celibate. You know, Adam. Adam. Everyone knows what Adam's penis looks like. You're right. It's going to look fake. We wanted this to look legitimate. So we then we thought, okay, it'd be funny if we shot this thing like a real drumming instructional video. And got a rocker-looking kind of guy to be fully naked, mm-hmm. except for wearing sneakers, and to actually have a boner and be doing this. You know? I know what drumming instructional videos look like. I'll tell you why. It's because Jim Rayal, the master of Would You Rather, a, a periodic guest on this program, when we were in college, I mean, he continues to be a drummer and has drummed in many bands, and when we were in college, he had a video of the drummer from the Dave Matthews Band, who I want to say is named Carter Beaufort or Beauford, something like that. He is a black guy. Unbelievably, there's a black guy in the Oh, yeah, the Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews Band, band. Is, a, uh, no, the, is a is a multiracial experience yeah, yeah. in that there's a couple of black guys. A violinist, too. And so yeah, this yeah. guy is, so this guy, uh, Jim, Jim would insist that even though the Dave Matthews Band was the Dave Matthews Band, that this guy was actually a really epic drummer. Yeah. I think it's maybe the same argument that people will give you for why you should like John Mayer. Yeah, like, that, like she's super good. I know blues these are guitarist. these are yeah these are goofy songs, but technically what he's up to. <laughs> yeah, so a lot uh, to love technically. I watched a lot of. He would be just watching that in his in his dorm room, mm. you know, playing on practice pads or on his bed or what what have you. You have replicated the 
t- the single camera sad aesthetic of the drumming instructional. It's not video. a single. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not. A, well, what do you mean by single camera? In that it's not a multicam sitcom, or like, <laughs> I mean, like no, because it's I this mean, was the, shot in front had, of a live audience. Yeah, though, right? this live studio audience exactly. Generally, was, like some of it was sweetened up. The laughter was sweetened yeah, up. with yeah, can yeah, laughter sure, a little bit, sure. but you're looking no, at like seventy five percent master shot. We. I, yeah, yeah, I guess. But we there was this was a six camera shoot. Okay, and there was two guys manning six cameras. I was one of them. Right, and um, one guy on sound. There was just three of us who made it. There's another guy named Trevor Ames who was who helped produce this. So we we okay. This is back up again. So you're you're asking about posting a thing at uh, where Amoeba Music or, or a record store looking for a drummer. Yeah. Well, we at first tried to we thought drummer we need wanted site influences. And then, yeah. and you then just pick the one who said Debbie does that. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the um, we we uh, first we thought we need somebody who's comfortable on camera being naked and who can also be comfortable having an erection and being able and, yeah. and would be able to maintain an erection. And but who also could play the drums decently. Mm-hmm. So That's we, a, you needed a triple threat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this is more like. Like a, a quintuple, real, I think. A real Liza Minnelli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So we we uh, uh, started asking around, and we f- found this guy who's a, a porn actor who um, who could play the drums. But, Hold on. Hmm. Asking around? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You said that yeah. as though that's something. Like you it just could, casually came up. You could be hanging out in a bar and be like, hey, you know anybody who can get hard and stay hard while yeah. playing drums on camera? My friend, uh, my friend uh, Bill does crafty on some porn shoots. I could ask him uh-huh. if he knows anybody. Well, the truth is, is I do know this guy who started to do porn, and so I asked him first, and he knew this guy who played, who was oh. a porn actor who played the drums. But also, independent of that, um, my friend Adam, he actually knew this girl who did porn, and he ran into her randomly on the street, and he kind of told her about the idea and said, yeah, I'm looking for somebody, and she recommended the same guy that the guy I know oh. uh, recommended. So you know this. you got two independent recommendations. Right. Yeah. Sounds like this was meant to be. But the guy didn't want to do it. Mm. So oh. we almost had this porn actor who could play drums, and he didn't end up wanting to do it. So then we decided, let's just put an ad on Craigslist. So this, this is kind of like... too much class. Right, right. He's, he just thought it was too lowbrow, you know? Yeah. So... Um, he the, has to be. He has to go be in this ain't Honey Boo Boo and XXX Parody. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> is that a real one? Uh, probably, probably, probably not, because that's a child that stars in that. Right, show. but it's like oh, a, yeah. but it's that a, was par- gross. but it's a I parody apologize. though. It's a parody. I was thinking of it would just be like fat rednecks, but oh, there is right. child pageantry right, involved. Yeah. Guys, that was a tasteless joke, and I apologize. Well, we put the. Uh, it wasn't just, but not anyway. But you don't apologize, dick stroke time. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But sorry, but, sorry but, for my sorry for the joke that I told that was important. But no apologies about the Armenian genocide jokes. Right? No, no, no. That's we're building awareness. Yeah. yeah. So um, we went to uh, so we posted an ad on Craigslist raising under Arizona. What about raising Arizona? <laughs> oh, ra- we're raising Arizona. Guys. Yeah, yeah, guys, we were raising Arizona right now. Yeah. Um. So the uh, we didn't post a, a, an actual. We posted on Craigslist under talent gigs. I put a uh, new drummer needed for comedy video, and I said this isn't a porn video. Um, there is obviously a pornographic element, and I explained that you need to be mm-hmm. able to maintain an erection. Yeah. And I also explained that this isn't. You know, some guy is going to shoot you in his basement, you know, just by himself. It's so I've had six camera shoot. I, I said it's a <laughs> six, <laughs> six camera shoot. Uh, you know, uh, this is, uh, you know, we've had videos uh, produced by superdeluxe.com. No, I didn't actually say that, but I'm saying that now because you said that. But we did say our videos have been featured on Funny or Die and stuff like that. And it's this isn't, you know, this is a legitimate comedy thing mm-hmm. and it's not 
um, you know, it's not a, a we'll weird, be bringing a thing. in a guy from Hogan's Heroes to shoot stereoscopy photographs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then uh, we, Greg Kinnear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what on what Kamikaze? Remember that show, Kamikaze, MTV, Greg Kinnear. I don't know. No. Did he host that? Was it? I don't know. He had the anyway. He had the, his eyes were whitened out and stuff. All right, so he uh, we got anyway. We put this ad out. We got about six responses, and the first guy to respond was the guy who's in the video, and uh, he said he'd he'd done some he he his actually his girlfriend I think does porn or something like that, but he hadn't done porn before really. Although he did say he had been in some kind of pictorial shoot once with his girlfriend or something like that, but he didn't have a lot of experience with it. Anyway, he He's was just down, looking to break into the biz. Yeah, he's, this is his way in right now. So we They're comedy. Is, can I ask? Is this this is paid? It was a paid job. Okay. Yes, but what, uh, what is what is a drum masturbator get paid? If you don't mind my asking, I out of respect to him, I don't want to say, sure. but I'll just say that it was under five hundred dollars. Okay. Now um, the um, but his his name's not even on the credits or anything anymore. We used to have it say at the end and introducing <laughs> him his name, and I realized we should have just he 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 ended up wanting to be anonymous on it. But I it would have been we should have just changed the name to a fake name. I think mm-hmm. that's still a funny joke if people noticed it. But um, that was the subtlety I was talking about. The no, nuance yeah, yeah, is yeah. just if you wait till very the end of the credits. Nu- very nuanced um, video. So um, we uh, anyway it was a really difficult thing to shoot. Actually, um, we had six. Two, it was just three of us. Mm-hmm. Two on two on six cameras, and then one on the sound. And it was really hard for him to get an erection. Actually, so sure. we had to. Uh, first, he thought he could just do it, and then we had to go to this liquor store and get a magazine for him, um, and that didn't really work. And first of all, first we got car magazines from Rite Aid because that's all they had, and then just like lowrider magazines, yeah, yeah, or whatever, wow. and that didn't work. And yeah. um, then we had to go to an, an actual liquor store to get. Have you seen? A porn magazine lately. I haven't seen one in years, actually, because yeah, of the internet. It's been stuff, a while. You know? They have it's a crazy. Store. But it's crazy that they still exist. You know who? Yeah. Who would? Buy, I don't. You know what I mean? That's just right. so weird that they exist. I think it is like there are just guys who did it their whole life and to right. whom masturbating means having a porn. Right, bag. right, right. I guess it's a sense of comfort. There's a yeah. Fifty percent of Americans do not use the internet. Mm-hmm. So is that true? Yes. Oh wow, wow. that's interesting. Yeah. It's for them. So. Um, it's we for got, a considerable number of people. We're raising Arizona right now. Mm-hmm. The um, we got the magazine that didn't work either, so we had to resort to. We didn't have an extra computer. We needed the one computer we had for sound. So Trevor actually let him use his cell phone, his iPhone, yeah, to watch videos on online. And the guy was, you know, touching his penis and touching his phone, but he didn't seem to care. Trevor yeah. didn't care. I, I would have totally. Care. I would never I probably would have put a cover or something on it. Something I don't know. And so. Um, we had a, we had this precious amount. He basically would leave the room while he would basically, you know, get himself uh-huh. erect. And then he'd call us in and say, all right, I'm ready. And we have to run in. And just we had a precious amount of time yeah. to shoot this before he lost his boner again. It's called and the magic hour. Uh, right. it, it was so difficult to shoot this. So we had the to, penis is at its zenith. Yeah, it was like. It, penis it, zenith. <laughs> that was fun to say. Penith. Penith. His penis. Yes, yeah. right. At, right. When is yeah, because you did have precious little time. So. Yeah, so we had, and that's Instead why you have to combine the words. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and so we, um, you know, we had to shoot this, and 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 there was just all kinds of problems. Well, we also had to leave the cameras running because we didn't have time to. So you've turn got them a lot of like footage of him just straight up masturbating. It's not even <laughs> to an to iPhone. Yeah, it's not even just. I mean, it's crazy that we have just yeah. straight up footage. This whole you know? operation is insane, Brent. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, it was pretty crazy. But so wait, was, so wait, did this ever? I guess this is what I this would. This is crazy for Brent Weinbach. Right, right. On a scale of one to Brent Weinbach, this is Brent Weinbach plus two. I was gonna say, did it ever come up that his girlfriend should come and like? She was out of town, but oh. we, we, it did come up that maybe we should have brought a girl. But then to me, that gets weird. Actually, yes. To me, that gets a little weird when it that gets a little too sexual. The rest of think, it is you know? not weird. I, yeah. I don't think it's that weird. To me, it was pretty ridiculous and pretty funny. But if they brought a girl into the mix, I think it would have got too sexual and weird. I think for me, you know. Yeah. Even though that wouldn't have even appeared on camera, but right. Um, to me, it's it's not that sexual, even though, I don't know. I mean, that's coming at it from a, yeah. a heterosexual male perspective, sure. you know? I don't know. But, um, but yeah, he did have a boner. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, we He's thought... He's nicely groomed, too. Oh, he did trim. I think he did trim himself, himself looks, I think, before the great. shoot. Yeah, um, he was prepared. But it was it was tough to shoot. We didn't think we got what we needed mm-hmm. because it was just so difficult. Cameras are shutting off on, on by, you know automatically sometimes. and um, But we... At, through the magic of editing, we did make it work. We it actually looks the way we envisioned it. it so. I mean, and we, I, and if, it was funny. If actually. you would have told me that this guy just showed up and started drumming and jerking off, I would have believed you. Yeah, That's a testament too. to the editing. Yes, <laughs> it's a testament to your skill as a filmmaker. Right, right. Um, the so, editing process is really funny too. But, yeah. yeah. Oh God, I believe it. Um, so, and I guess was it important to you that the guy's dick be pretty big because it yes. is. Well, we wanted it to be visible that that right. was happening, sure. and we thought it's funnier if he has a boner, you know, than he just if he just has a limp penis, you know. Yeah. Right. And there is a part where he just, oh, that was a part of it too, is he was having trouble at first understanding the concept that your penis has to think of your penis as the snare drum, you know, it has to be, you have to think of that as the snare drum, yeah. and, and and stroke it as if you're hitting a snare drum, you have to think of it rhythmically like that, and he couldn't, he wasn't getting that at first. Were you doing like, were you doing like? One e and a two e and a three e and a I was kind of doing that kind of thing. Two e and a. I was telling him what to do. You can actually, if you listen carefully to the video, you can hear me in the background <laughs> telling him what, to kind of directing him a little bit. But I have to say though, the facial expressions, which are hilarious to me, those were all him. Yeah. I mean, he just that was. I didn't say anything about his facial expressions, and he did that all on his own accord, which I thought was great. <laughs> He's very but, committed to his drumming. Um, and then he he also um. But the point I was going to make was that he um, – the the poignant remark I was going to make was that um, – what was I going to say about something about um, – gosh, all, all this talk about penises got me all lost in thought here. Yeah. Um, some, oh, yeah, he just wasn't able to get it. And, and so there was one part, the drum roll execution, if you remember – that was him not actually getting it. He was just masturbating and playing the drums. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I, I know. I don't need to make the gesture while I'm talking right, about it's it. It's actually <laughs> helping me. Actually, it's helping but me visualize he, it. He was just, um, you know, masturbating and not doing it to the beat. And that was we were at first. That wasn't going to make it make the cut. But yeah. then we were like, oh, what if we put a drum roll sound over that? That would be like the drum roll. <laughs> and so that worked out really well to be the drum roll. You yeah. know. So what's, what's crazy to me about this? Is that somehow you have made the single most bizarre, disturbing, (laughs) insane video that I've ever watched. And at the same time, it, it has neither a sexual nor a sort of like Doug Stanhopey, like fuck you establishment feeling to it. It has a, a weird, 
drum instructional video good. quality. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. you feel that way about it, because it's meant to be silly, it's meant to be absurd. And it's See, now, it, whether it's silly or absurd, I'm not sure. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm mm-hmm. going to go there with okay. it. Yeah. And again, I'm going to I'm gonna go on record as saying I'm not certain that you should watch this video if you're in the audience. Jordan watched it for your benefit. I, I like definitely it. think you should buy Jordan. I think definitely think you should buy Brent Weinbach CD. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to like that. Watching this video, you're going to get a mixed bag. Yeah, you do get a mixed bag because I think people sometimes don't pay attention to the nuance sometimes, you know? Sure. If you pay attention to the nuance, I think there's more to get. It holds the, up to multiple watches. But, 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 but you know what? I've, I've, I've showed it to friends. Actually, the guy who my, – my good friend who edited those Weinbach and Wonderland um, shorts, he, he saw it and he wasn't able to really get – the what I got out of it, but it was a different experience for me making it and editing it with these guys. It was really funny. I think watching it by yourself, well, watch it with an a element group. of trauma. Well, watch it with. I, a, think. I think if you watch it with a group, that's there's a, a good nightmare so, type. So, uh, so this is not by something. This is it. not something you could put on your regular video sharing sites, right? Like right. This, you YouTube, can't see no. this on YouTube. But there is an. You can put it on your reel. There's though. a yeah. There's a censored version on YouTube and a less censored version on Funnier Die. Okay. The the black boxes. Smaller on the funnier dial, okay. one. but the YouTube one because they're pretty strict on YouTube. Yeah, you put like a full-on waste. It covers his entire pelvic mm-hmm. region, you know, on, on YouTube. But, um, but I think watch it with a group. It's more fun <laughs> yeah, with a yeah, group. Sure. But wait, I, I can understand if you're by yourself watching it. It's a little weird. You know, right? that's if exactly you... that's exactly what people said, and I think is true about think like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Get, I mean, get, get, the, get, get, go with couples. Yeah, go, go and afterwards you talk about it. Is yeah. this really right. what guys think? I guess yeah, I yeah. just, yes, it is. I guess I just didn't want to see Steve Harvey masturbate. Yeah, like I knew that it was coming, and that's why I had paid my twelve dollars. But ultimately, I was uncomfortable with it. Kevin Hart's a great drummer, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that really is true. Um, Okay, that's all we're going to talk about this video. Anyway, yeah. I think at this point you have the information sure. you need to make an informed decision for you and your family. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brent Weinbach, the ultimate drummer. <laughs> You're the. It looks. Di- I'm not. I'm not the ultimate drummer. Okay, but great. I mean, in spirit, You're because the- that would have really upset me. If, <laughs> if that I had you seen the whole time. A, my friend Brent Weinbach yes. doing that, that would have genuinely upset. Me. I would. I Did you ever never, consider doing it yourself? I would never show my my privacy. I yeah, would never show privacy my privacy area. On, I would. Ne- that's my sister. Your P zone. I would called. never show the. Yeah, never show my penis. To anybody, yeah. I, I mean, to anyone at all. That's for the best. On 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 camera or off. Lock it down. Yeah. This is a private place. Yeah. Save it for heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Then you can show it to Saint Peter. Save it. Save it, for, yeah. save it for the bedroom in heaven. That's why yeah. his name is Saint Peter, by the way. Right. right. Because you gotta show you him gotta, the dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's, that's blasphemous. Why there's no women. In That's blasphemous. My, my sister, don't be the, gross. where I got privacy Guys, from, is, don't be gross. My sister, uh, she used to substitute teach, and one of the kids would—that's how he described his his <laughs> private parts. He said, "He's like, oh, teacher." Um, you know, Jesse just, whatever, I just said Jesse randomly, right, but right. That is, I know that's your name. Jesse got, he, Jesse just hit Jordan in the privacy. <laughs> <laughs> they'd also say, they also would say, um, I got to use it. That's how they'd say, I got to use the bathroom. Like, teacher, teacher, I got to use it. <laughs> 
Is, it, that, is that the bathroom or the penis? Right. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I, I can't. Means the ba- it was, means the bathroom, but maybe he meant use his use penis it. in, yeah. use the penis in the bathroom to urinate or whatever. Sure. Um, Who hey, knows what those things are for? Hey, our thanks to Brent Weinbach. Yeah, absolutely. You can visit Brent online at brentweinbach.com. I really, I just, I, I, I want to give a really full-throated recommendation. If people get the chance to see Brent Weinbach, it's a, he is a really special performer, a really amazingly, brilliantly hilarious, and like nothing else you will ever see. Um, and I really recommend that people go out to see him. I think he is. Brent, in my mind, exemplifies one of the greatest qualities of a great stand-up comedian, which is that I, I have seen Brent kill uh, in many, many different contexts with things that are so bizarre that I cannot believe they would kill in any context, mm-hmm. except for the fact that Brent is such a skilled and talented comedian. Mm-hmm. And th- I think that is a really special thing to be able to do, to bring genuine... Uh, genuine distinctiveness, things that are actually like nothing else to any audience and be able to make them laugh. And Brent is a very special at that. Oh, now, again, you, this you. video, I don't know if I, <laughs> I do not know if I am behind this. Um, and no. he is also the host of the Legacy Music Hour, which uh, where you can uh, learn have very serious discussions yeah. about eight bit and sixteen bit music. And it's and it's not it's very separate from the comedy. It's like not a co- comedy podcast. Nope. I mean we it's joke a, we joke around a little bit. It's but a it's sincere. Not, it's a, it's a sincere it's discussion. It's, I would call the tone. It's fun. fun. It's fun, but it's not. It's very mm-hmm. different from what I do as a comedian. It's it's, it's for, mostly it's just you leaning into the microphone and going. Yeah, it's me like just singing. Like that, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers song. Yeah, that's yeah. an easy one. Um, the uh, but yeah, you can get the album um, on iTunes. Yeah, and if that's easy for you, you can order. There's ways to f- physically order it online. It. It's great. And uh, yeah, I've listened to it. It's fucking hilarious. And check out YouTube.com/slash/BurntWineBach for videos. I mean, other vi- other videos. I'm saying. Yeah. And hey, I want to say, I want to say one other thing, which is mm-hmm. you know it, earlier in the show we we mentioned Max Funday. Um, if it is still Max Funday, Monday the fifteenth, while you're listening to this, you know what you need to do. Um, if it's after Max Fun Day, I bet a lot of you out there have just become Max Fun supporters. And, you know, we couldn't do any of this without the people that support this show and all of our shows at MaximumFun.org. And lately, I have been, as owner of MaximumFun.org, I have been sort of uh, speculatively mm-hmm. adding programs to the lineup, which is to say, telling people, hey, listen, I'll pay you now, and I, I believe that our donors will support it. Um, and so it, it, more than ever, I appreciate the fact that, um, you know, we don't have to kowtow to advertisers or try and build the largest audiences in the world, um, because we have passionate users that, um, love supporting our shows. So thank you yeah. very much to those people. Yeah, no, it's, it's really great. I mean, just as somebody who does one of these shows, the fact that there are donors is, is, you know, just makes it. Easy to make a priority. Um, guys, I'm sorry I don't remember his name. Just who's the guy who hosts the Memory Palace? Nate DeMeo. He was gonna quit, right? Yeah, Nate had actually told me that he. I Nate DeMeo makes the Memory Palace. It is this amazing, amazing show. If you haven't listened to it yet, and I came to it just because I thought it was so amazing. Mm-hmm. I actually asked on Twitter what show should I listen to because I'm done listening to this other show I loved called History of the World and a Thousand mm-hmm. Objects. And a couple of Max Funsters recommended the Memory Palace. And I thought it sounded terrible, but I listened to it, mm. 
And it blew my mind. Like immediately I found out Nate lived in Los Angeles. So I just invited him to lunch. And the thing that we talked about when we were at lunch was that, you know, he had been trying to make this show for public radio and he'd had some success getting it on some stations and stuff like that, but he wasn't really making any money out of it. And he had just written the Parks and Recreation book, which he, for which he was nominated for a Thurber Prize. And he was, you know, going to be writing an episode of the show and, you know, his wife runs a TV show. And he said, you know, I just don't think I can justify doing this anymore. And, you know, I, I was thinking about that after I listened to every episode. I thought, I want more of these. <laughs> and so I said to him, look, if if we could pay you to make one a month, would you be able to find the time in your schedule? Because I know you really loved making this show. And he said, listen, I, I could find the time in my schedule. I could make it a priority if I was getting paid. Um, and so I just started paying him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of a kind of a less severe example is just kind of like what I was doing today. Like I was at a bachelor party and I was dirty and my ride didn't show up. And, you know, there were just all these things that, you know, that I think if if this was just a hobby and not part of my job, I just would have said, fuck it. I'm not going to go do the podcast today because it's inconvenient. But I think the fact that like, you know, uh, the, there are so many people who donate and are so awesome about it. It's just like it just it it ensures that we can make doing the show a priority and not just a hobby whenever we feel like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that in my day to day life, you know, I, you know, at this point, I'm hosting this pile of shows. I have to have an office to fit all the people that are working on these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this real studio. All of these things have come about because we were able to get support from donors. The truth is like, you know, I, I get not practically pretty close to nothing from being on the radio. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we make a little tiny bit of money on advertising here and there, but you know, we turn down probably more money in advertising than we take. And, and it's not, and even if we were taking everything, it wouldn't be a living. And so it's the fact that people donate that have, have made me be able to not just do this, but, you know, people think like, oh, you know, you could just do – you just we could just get it for free because people do it for free. But the truth is that when people when people are doing something, you know, when people have talent, they need to at some point dedicate it towards something that will earn them a living because yeah. that is how they will be able to feed their families and so on and so forth. And so it's, uh, it's, really, it's really wonderful that we, um, that we have people that love our shows that, uh, that support them. So thank you very much to everybody out there who, who is who is doing that. It, it really it, it really means a lot, and um, we I really appreciate that uh, people, you know, choose to support the entertainment that they like. That that's really kick ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's great way to go, guys. So anyway, our theme music "Love You" by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. On the boards, Mr. Brian Fernandez. Thank you, Brian. Brent Weinbach's online at brentweinbach.com. We'll talk to you next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah.